Wolf Ready, Brick City, we out here, man. It's your boy Al, I'm tuning in to the War Report, checking in, seeing what's good with the fam. We listening, we out here. Bricks, man. Right on, Turn your turret on, will ya? Welcome back, everybody, to the War Report Radio Series. This is the Against the Spread podcast. I'm your gracious host, Jared Allen. I'm here with the Stat Guy. Stat Guy, let them know. I'm shouting out my gracious host, Jared. Thanks for letting me sit in on this week week three in the NFL. Uh, let's get right into it. Uh, I know Thursday, uh, just to do a recap, the Rams in a barn burner, 41-29. I think the spread was around two and a half. Uh, or so uh, I didn't take the Niners in that because that is with full disclosure my uh, favorite squad that I root for uh, but that was one of the worst calls I ever seen uh, it was a pass interference uh, you know 49ers were driving down for a field goal attempt uh, it was a phantom call and that's the way it goes when you're gambling uh, so make sure when you're gambling and putting money on the line that it's not your rent money yeah uh, because these refs or a call or a fumble or a pick six can flip Miss field goal, yeah, all types of things, man. Absolutely. We want to encourage everybody out there listening, please gamble responsibly. And uh, uh, Stat Guy, you're absolutely right. The Rams wind up not covering the spread that game, only winning by two. They had to win by three or more. Uh, yeah, man, that was a pretty crazy game. Yes, and it just shows me how terrible Jeff Fisher the ousted Rams coach is because he had those guys playing like dogs last year and they look like they have a little fight in them this year. Goff is throwing the ball around. He's, he's up to over 800 yards passing in three games. So the Rams and, and also Sammy Watkins, this guy looked like he was almost in beast mode uh, in, in the uh, that rush color uniform that the Rams had on, on Thursday. Absolutely, man. Uh, definitely the Rams, they... They look like a team with a lot of talent. So uh, they obviously have Todd Gurley. They traded for Sammy Watkins this year to go opposite side. Tavon Austin, who's not really a number one receiver. The Rams, they, hey, and uh, I'll give Jared Goff his credit. He looked like a bust coming in uh, year one. And year two, he's definitely responded positively. And he looks like a good player moving forward. Yeah, Tavon Austin, he better watch his back. I know he was doing just some punt returns. He wasn't getting a lot of snaps. I don't know the total, but I can't. See, I didn't see a whole lot of him. Mm-hmm. But maybe as the season progresses, they'll work him more into the offense. Absolutely, man. With that being said, let's get into Sunday week three. Uh, we got a neutral site game, the first neutral site game over in London, uh, UK. Jaguars and Ravens, so no home team here. The Ravens are favored by four. So four-point spread, and uh, Dunkel says the Jaguars are going to beat him by four. He's taking the Jaguars with the points. I don't, I don't join him in that assessment. Give me the Ravens, but I'm a money line this game. You know what I mean? We're going to save a few money lines each week uh, for at least myself. I know Stat Guy, he only bets against the spread. Uh, I'm taking the, uh, the Ravens' money line here. I think they're going to win it by like a field goal, or they're going to blow him out. But either way, the Ravens, I see them winning the game on, on the road, neutral side game. Yeah, I agree totally with you. The Ravens, uh, they're playing 
really good defense. Uh, Brandon Carr, he was a Dallas Cowboy reject. And, uh, Lavarius Webb, they both have two INTs. You know, Flacco, he's basically just managing these games now and they're relying heavily on the deep. Hello? Yes, I'm here. Uh, uh, okay. Gracious host, I'm here. All right, so keep talking. I I'm going to also take the Ravens to go 3-0. and uh, Mike Wallace, I know he's on the offensive wide receiver for the Ravens. He does a lot of talking. He's a speed guy from Pittsburgh. Then he went down to uh, the Dolphins. He hasn't caught anything this year. Um, I think he's got two catches, 15 yards. they got to start uh, airing it out. But I think Flacco might be still banged up a little bit off coming off the offseason. Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm going to put you down for a Ravens against a spread. Yeah, before we go on to the next game, uh, gracious host, can we backtrack to what's my record? Because I also did terribly against the picks last week. I only had maybe. Oh man! Wins. Oh yeah! Sorry about that. We've gotten right into the picks, but uh, you went. You did do pretty bad last week. You went five and eleven. Surprisingly, I went nine and seven. Uh, I haven't tallied up all of the uh, yes. numbers just yet, but uh, yeah, man, you're still in the red right now, man. You got a lot of digging to do. This is something where. I'm frustrated, but I got to stick to the script uh, uh, and keep on pushing through. It's still only week three. Maybe I can make a little comeback. Absolutely. You know, we gather more information every week as we see the teams and see the matchups. So it's only natural that your two worst weeks are going to be in the first two weeks. Okay, uh, so it's only, up from, it's only up from here. Yes, yes. And that game actually is being played in London, which I think Jacksonville has kind of got their foot in the door there they're they're the uh adopted nfl team for london uh with jacksonville signing a deal over there uh, for multiple years playing over there but you know with with blake bortles quarterback and over there they're, they're always going to be in trouble he's at like 72 percent uh, quarterback rating uh they got to get a step up uh, from the quarterback play if they have a chance today versus the Ravens. Absolutely, man. That Ravens defense, they've been forcing a lot of turnovers. Not a good recipe uh, going against a guy like Blake Borders, in my opinion. Okay, next game, moving right along. The Colts, 1 o'clock game. They're going to be home. They're going to be facing the Browns. The spread says the Browns are favored by one. So it's not really. It's basically a pick em game. Dunkel spread has the Browns by 3.5. He's going to take the Browns minus one. I'm joining him in that assessment, the Browns minus one. I like their coach. Uh, I feel like the Browns, uh, they faced two tough teams in the first two weeks, but the Colts are easy prey, and I I think we're finally going to see the Browns get their first win of the season here. Yeah, I definitely disagree with you on that. Uh, Indy at home, you Jackson, the coach that you said you like, he's 2-22 since coming to Cleveland. I mean, the cupboard is bare. Uh... Deshaun Kaiser is looking like a rookie. Um, I checked their roster, and they really don't have any anybody except Kenny Britt and, and Joe Thomas, the offensive tackle out there. You know, Cleveland's 4-0 in the preseason, got everybody uh, hyped up, talking about we turn in the corner. This is a total teardown in Cleveland. So I'm going to take the Colts. You know, they have a couple more uh, name players uh, you got the T.Y. Hilton's out there. Frank Gore is like 100 years old, but he's still out there running. And I definitely like this uh, Jacoby Brissett, Brissett. Uh, at the quarterback slot. 
over this uh, uh, Tolson. Uh, he, he gave him a little consistent play last week against Arizona. They lost in overtime. Give me the Colts. Okay, okay. At, at home at uh, Lucas Oil Stadium. Okay, that, that's fair enough, man. I just feel like the Browns, uh, I'm kind of feeling what they got going on there. They, they, they drafted Jabril Preppers, who's a different maker, difference maker in the special teams. And then on the back end there, Deshaun Kaiser, he has like a rookie, but he has been better than the Johnny Manziels in the past Cleveland Browns team. And he looks a little bit promising enough to get his first win in week three. But uh, I'm not going to really debate you too much on that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Adam he's up to 22 years in the NFL, which stands for not for long. Shout out. Shout out to Adam. Shout out to Adam Vinatieri for sure. The Eagles. It's going to be a tough game. The Eagles at home against the Giants. Divisional matchup. Eagles 1-1. One one, Giants 0-2. The Eagles are favored by 5.5. Uh, Dunkel Spread has the Eagles by 12.5. He's going to take the Eagles with 5.5 spread. I'm going to join him with that assessment, even though Giants with the points uh, added on on the road probably is a better uh, pick here. But something about the Eagles this year, I like how they match up against the Giants and uh uh, Carson Wentz, you know, he, he gives the Eagles a little bit more uh, stability than, than previous years. So I'm going with the Eagles uh, with the points, minus the spread, minus five and a half. How do you see it, stat guy? This is why I'm in the toilet with my picks. I should just agree with you and move forward, uh, gracious host. But I'm going to take the G-Men. They're 0-2. This is a desperate game for a desperate team. The media's got them on the back page every day. What's going on? McAdoo is stinking out to join as an offensive coordinator. Their offensive line is a sieve, but an 0-2 team has a sense of desperation, and I'm going to take the G-Men and give me those points. They're right down the highway on 95. You don't have to travel across state or anything. This is a rivalry. Uh, I'm going to not take the cheese sticks and go with the G-Men. Absolutely, man. That's just, it's, 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 a, it's a logical pick. You know what I mean? If the Giants don't win this, they start 0-3. They can say goodbye to playoffs, you know what I mean? Unless they have Bye-bye. a serious, serious run. All right, next next game is going to be the Jets at home against the Dolphins. Of course, the Jets 0-2, Dolphins 1-0. Uh, Dolphins, the spread here is minus 6 for the Dolphins. Dunkel spread has the Dolphins by 7.5, so he's going to take that spread. Dolphins minus 6. Uh, I don't really see them covering the spread here, but there's no scenario in hell that I see the Jets winning this game. I'm going to use one of my money line picks this week on the Dolphins, and I'm going to take the Dolphins money line it up. Yeah, this one here, the Jets uh, at 0-2, they have a negative, a negative 34 point differential, meaning that their offense and defense, they're, they're in a hole, they can't get out. Uh, I'm going to go with Miami here uh, with Jay Cutler, uh, Jay Adai, he, he played well. They only had the first game because of all that tragedy that was going on down in Miami. So they only have one game under their belt. He had 28 carries, about a, about a buck 22 or so uh, for Jay Adai. He did have 28 carries, though, so they, they, they're making him a workhorse. Mm-hmm. You know, I like... The J-Train. Like, uh, they call him the J-Train. He, he's putting in the work. I hope he doesn't get banged up and nicked up. You know, we got to have a little bit more balance. Get him down to 20 carries, 19, 18. But uh, I do like that uh, Devontae Parker. Uh, he's yeah. a wide out. He, he's kind of coming into his own. He could go uh, up and get the ball. I like that guy, too. And I, I wish the 49ers had drafted him, but Miami snatched him up. He looks really good. 
Um, but um, we'll see about that Jets O-line. You know, Miami only had one sack last week. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to make that assumption that they're going to run roughshod over these boys. But I want to take it. So I'm going to take uh, the Dolphins and give those points. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Next game. Bills at Bron- uh, excuse me Broncos at Bills. Uh, Broncos coming off their 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 big win last week against the Cowboys. Travel to Buffalo, and the spread here is the Broncos on the road. Their favorite minus three. Uh, Dunkel spread has the Broncos by seven and a half. He's going to take the Broncos with the spread. Uh, I'm gonna join him in that assessment, even though my confidence in this pick is very shaky. I'm not on the Trevor Simeon bandwagon just yet. They do have a strong running game. And a very solid no-fly zone defense. Of course, you got the closer, Von Miller, there. So I think all of that wrapped up in one. They're a better team on paper than the Bills. I think the minus three spread isn't too much for them to not cover that. I'm going to take the Broncos minus three. I finally have an agreement with you. Um, Denver's playing well. Buffalo, it hasn't become an ice bowl yet. Uh, I think Denver... With, with Chris Harris and that boy Talib uh, playing quarterback, you know, they're doing some serious work back there. Um, I just think Denver is in a good spot. They're playing over their head. I think everybody knows their role. I know with John Elway at the GM slot, he's he, he's doing some calculated moves by letting uh, Oswaller walk. He's making some moves, and, and they're a really fine uh, franchise. Uh, so Andre Reed is not going to be walking through that door for Buffalo. They traded Sammy Watkins, who's looking really good for the Rams. He, uh, they got Richie Incognito. He's still in the league after all that fiasco two, three years back mm. uh, for the Bills. Yep. So, uh, but give me Denver. Give me the points to go three and zero, and they're going to be leading that AFC uh, Western Conference. Okay, next game. It's going to be the Saints. They travel, the 0-2 Saints at that. They travel to Carolina to face Cam Newton and the Panthers. So the Panthers right now are favored by six points. Dunkel spread has the spread by eight and a half. They, they think they're taking the Panthers by eight and a half. And he's going to join the original uh, favorite, the Panthers, in his, in his minus six pick. I don't really think the Panthers uh, are six points better than the Saints. Uh, I think the Saints can and... Have a uh, have a high possibility chance to win this game. I'm gonna also uh, use my money line. Only have uh, only use the money line one more time this week. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna use another money line on the Panthers this week uh, to win at home. Start on three, even though my confidence in that pick is very shaky because I'm not even taking them minus six against the Saints. How do you see this uh, game, stat guy? Yeah, no stats on this particular game, but I'm gonna roll with with the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Cam Newton has been off. What's up with him? I can't figure it out. Uh, Adrian Peterson's not getting the ball. You know, again, Breeze is an impressive MVP-type caliber player. I mean, but this is a booty squad. But I think he's going to go down to Carolina, throw the ball around the field. And Carolina has Greg Olson, who's the tight end. He's going to be out this week with a broken foot. Uh, and I think that's going to hinder their offense. They're talking this rookie up, McCaffrey, like he's somebody coming out of Stanford. Yeah. He hasn't really did it that much offensively. Absolutely but this is not. a great rivalry. Uh, it can go either way. Give me the Saints and the points. Absolutely, man. That's probably the safer pick there, Saints and the points. Uh, they have the offense to uh, definitely contend with the Panthers' defense. And uh, 
Well, we'll see what happens. You know, it's still early in the season. It's definitely a matchup that I want to see what and team. Another, another 0-2 team that's got to be a little bit more desperate. They take an L this week. You know, just, yeah. you know, send them out packing. Okay. All right. That's fair enough. Next game, you got the the Steelers, the 2-0 Steelers. They're going to be traveling to uh, the 0-2 Chicago Bears and uh, taking on the Bears there at their house. The Steelers are favored, even though they're the road team, by seven points. That's a full touchdown. Dunkel spread has the Steelers by 11 and a half. He's going to take the Steelers uh, against the spread, minus seven. Uh, this is my last money line bet of the week. I'm going to go with the Steelers' money line over the Chicago Bears. There aren't many scenarios where I see the Bears beating the Steelers, of course. So, uh, yeah, that's my assessment pretty much. The Steelers just have too much on paper. Um, and in real life as well, of course, you got the superstar athletes, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Ben Roethlisberger, solid defense. Uh, and, of course, the, the Bears, who do they have? They have Mike Glennon, still that quarterback. They still haven't put in Trubisky. Uh, give me the Steelers' money line. Uh, probably probably the safest bet of the week right now, in my opinion. Yeah, this, is, this was one of my worst picks, picking the Bears last week. Uh, I always had to hit myself and say, what was I thinking? Uh, the Bears, I thought, versus the Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, what was I thinking? So I'm going to go with Pittsburgh just for a little atonement from last week for picking the Bears. Um, they really don't. They, they're another total teardown team. Uh, they need help on both sides of the ball. Erlacher, uh, their former linebacker i saw an info commercial where this guy actually has hair down with one of these just what? for men things I, I i couldn't believe it. i almost fell off my chair when i, I saw can't believe Brian it. i can't even believe that over the over the phone <laughs> it's hard to believe man he's always had the little buzz cut yes that was his signature look and he's got hair now so give me pittsburgh uh in chicago Erlacher ain't walking through that door nobody is <laughs> Definitely not Walter Payton either. Walter Payton and Erlacher ain't walking through that door for Chicago. Right, they have a, uh, their franchise is his, they're, they're the, the Chicago's a great city. It's dense like New York. Uh, but as I said on week one, they better hope the Cubs get hot and uh, keep the heat off of those boys. Absolutely, absolutely man. Um, next game, Falcons. This is probably one of the games of the week, at least the 1 o'clock game of the week for me. As far as the two most exciting teams right now, the Falcons are on the road against the Detroit Lions. Uh, the spread for this game is the Falcons minus three. Uh, Dunkel spread actually has the Lions by three. He's going to take the Lions plus three. Uh, I'm going to join him in that assessment. I think the Lions give the Falcons their first loss of the season. Uh, I like what I'm seeing out of the Falcons. Don't, don't get me wrong. Uh, but... Uh, the Lions, uh, I, I, I'm definitely liking what I'm seeing out of the Lions. They show a lot of grit, a lot of passion to get back to the playoffs this year, not just be a one-and-done team. They actually like a playoff team that can actually make some noise this year. Uh, Matthew Stafford is coming into his own after signing that big contract. He's one of, he wants to let the world know that he was worth all that money. So how do you how do you see this game, that guy? I think the Lions can uh, steal this win out and go through yeah, it This is a stay-away game. The Lions are a really fun team to watch. We've already said that Stafford is a great quarterback. You know, he's in that top echelon. He's throwing the ball. Uh, they're playing solid. Uh, but give me the Falcons. They look they're loaded on offense. They're also playing inside of a dome at, uh, up in Detroit. 
so that will stick with their artificial turf. They're not like they're going and playing up in Seattle or somewhere that can slow that high high powered uh, offense led by Matty Ice. Um, so give me the Falcons, and I'll, I'll give you a couple points on that one. So we differ, we, we differentiate on this one. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, next game is the Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers one and zero. We're traveling to Minnesota, a team that we haven't really played in the regular season, I would say, in a long time. At least at Minnesota in a long time. Uh, we're going to face the Vikings in their new stadium. Uh, the Vikings are 1-1. One one. They won against the Saints and then lost last week against the... Uh, who they lose to? They lost to the Steelers. And uh, the, the the spread for this game was originally a pick-em. Uh, Dunkel spread has the bu- Buccaneers by two. He's going to take the Buccaneers... Uh, actually, actually came from the bookie. Uh, no snitch rule there, but the, but the Bucks were uh, the favorite by two and a half, and I took that bet as well. And uh, I'm taking the Buccaneers here, whatever the spread is, whether it's a pick'em game or two and a half spread. I think they're covering, man. I'm, I'm taking my team here. I am a biased Buccaneers fan, of course, but I think they take this game either way. I think you're spot on. Uh, Sam Bradford, the starting quarterback for Minnesota, is out. They got Case Keenum's going to start for the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay is going to stack the line. They're going to shut down uh, Stephon Diggs. Uh, but the Bucks need to show that they can win on the road. These are like little telltale signs uh, for teams on the rise. you got to win a couple games on the road and be dominant at home to be successful in the NFL. So Tampa Bay, this will be a good road with them, minus Sam Bradford. Um, and it, it, it seems like the Bucks are trending upward. Uh, I know they got rid of Lovey Smith. Has there ever any been any reason given officially? I know it's been it's working out there with uh, Dirk Cutter being the the the, the, the head coach, mm-hmm. but but Lovey Smith really got a, a short end of the stick where he got just got fired out of. Has there any ever been an explanation? Well, for that? Uh, yeah. Well, I think the explanation simply was the explanation that I read about was that um, the team really liked the relationship that Dirk Cutter, as the offensive coordinator, had with Jameis Winston, and they felt that he would be hired as a head coach elsewhere. So to keep Dirk Cutter in the okay. fold with Jameis Winston overall, you know what I mean? They decided to move on from Lovey Smith okay. and make Dirk the head coach. Okay, I understand, because I said, wow, you know, because he's a respected head coach, uh, you know, with the Bears, and, uh, but, you know, right now... He's had success in the NFL, no doubt about that. Okay, but give me Tampa Bay on the road versus the Vikings. Okay, all right, that's fair enough. Next game, last one o'clock game of the week, Texans going uh, all the way from Houston to Foxborough to play the Patriots on the road. The spread for this game is Patriots minus 13. Uh, shit, man. At the bookie, it was minus 14. Uh, the Dunkel spread is Patriots by 18 and a half. He's going to take the Patriots minus 13. I don't really like taking uh, games. Uh, we just kind of discussed this last week, uh, double-digit spreads. Um, one team was able to cover that, the Raiders against the Jets, and then the Seahawks totally bombed uh, last week with the double-digit spread. But I'm going to take the Patriots nonetheless, uh, minus 13. Uh, just because they're the Patriots, man. There's no other explanation. If any team that can, if there's any team in the NFL that can consistently cover uh, double-digit spreads over the past couple seasons, it's been the Patriots, man. How do you see this game, stat guy? I think just the Texans have been always have played uh, New England 
tough. I'm not going to say they have a great record. Probably, I know they're under 500. Maybe squeak it out one or one victory over the last, say, four or five. But they do play the Patriots in a tough fashion. Um, and you got uh, you just got they, they just got to stay away from a big play. From hello. I mean, I'm, I'm still here, uh, gracious host. I'm still here. Okay, I hear you. Um, last thing you said. It, last thing you said. The Texans are going to just try to run the ball with Lamar Miller to take the heat off of Deshaun Watson. I think they can take it, keep the game relatively close. So I'm going to lean with the Texans to um, to at least cover. I'm not by no means saying that they're going to beat the Patriots, but I'm going to I'm going to go with Houston and give me those 13 and a half. Okay, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Okay. Four o'clock game, Seahawks travel to Tennessee. Uh, this is an interesting matchup, man. Two teams, kinda. We don't really know how good they are. Seahawks, of course, had the good, uh, the good track record over the past few seasons, but the NFL does stand for not for long. They haven't looked like themselves yet on the offense yet. And the Titans are going to be the favorite here, minus two and a half at home. Uh, Dunkel spread has the Titans by five and a half, and uh, he's going to take the Titans minus two and a half. I do not join him in that assessment. I'm going to take the Seahawks plus two and a half. Usually when you get a team with a better track record and you give them the points, I'm going to have to take the Seahawks here. Uh, that's just the main uh, reason. Uh, the Seahawks, of course, again, their offensive line is shaky. But, again, a good track record in the NFL over the past few seasons. For, and the Titans don't have that track record at all. Uh, even though they did uh, spank the Jags last week. Give me the yeah, Seahawks plus two and a half. For the, for the- Titans to get them off the hook, um, but I'm also going to go with the Seahawks. I think their defense is actually like on a mission to embarrass the offense. They're like, we can win these games outright on our own. You know, just give us seven points and we can take it. Um, the Titans have an easy schedule and they can easily win. You know, nine, ten games. You know, you got uh, Andrew Luck out. I mean, that that division is terrible. So don't be surprised for the Titans to be in the thick of things towards the end of the year. But give me the Seahawks and give me those points. I think their defense will travel. It's early in the season. It's not all this West Coast, East Coast thing. They're going to show up and shut down uh, Tennessee. All right. That's fair enough. 425 games. Uh, you got the Bengals traveling to Green Bay to face the, uh, to face the Packers. The Packers are favored by eight and a half points here. And um, the Dunkel spread has the Packers by 13. Uh, and he's going to take the Packers minus eight and a half. That, those, that's a ton of points to give away, even though uh, the Packers are in Lambeau Field. Basically, if you're picking the Packers here, minus eight and a half, you're banking on a blowout victory. Uh, and that's what I expect the Packers to do here against the, the 0-2 Bengals. The Bengals, they just look like a sad, sad team. I think this might be the last year for Marvin Lewis. How do you see this game, Stat Guy? I don't really see the Bengals traveling um, to Green Bay to, to eke out a, a, a close game or even a victory. Yeah, I got the old desperate 0-2 team uh, working again. Uh, this is why my record is so poor uh, so far. I, Green Bay's a little banged up with Jordy Nelson. Uh, they're like a Ferrari. Like if they're running smooth and you're on a clear highway, I mean, they really, it's a great machine, but you just take a little, uh, just the tires are a little bare, or maybe you just need a tune-up, and they fall apart, and uh, I'm not saying that Green Bay will fall apart, but that, 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 those points are talking to me, 
for the Cincinnati Bengals uh, to cover, at least. I'm not saying a win in Lambeau, but give me the Bengals and give me the points. All right, that's fair enough. Uh, the last 425 game of the day is going to be the Chiefs traveling to Los Angeles to place the, to face the uh, Chargers. This is a, a divisional matchup, of course, but uh, it's going to be at a new stadium for the first time. The spread for this game is going to be the Chiefs minus three. Dunkel's spread has the Chiefs winning by 13 points. He's going to take the Chiefs minus three. I'm going to join him in that assessment. The Chiefs have looking, looked very strong this year. And something about the Chargers, you know, uh, the head coach, he screamed on the sideline. I watched the mic'd up from week two, and he said, uh, oh, we're not the same Chargers. He said that on the sideline. That just gave me bad vibes this year about the, the Los Angeles Chargers. I think that uh, – I'm not saying that he lost the locker room. He probably is a very good head coach. But I think just the just the same – having a similar roster to last year has trickled in into this season. These are the same Chargers that we're looking at. They're losing close games. They're losing games by the end of the in, in, in field goal losses. Give me the Chiefs on the road here, minus three, to go 3-0. Yeah, the uh, Chargers are the heartbreak team of the NFL – we have a Korean uh, kicker there that missed and got a field goal missed and a field goal blocked in week one. So wherever is Murphy's law, the Chargers are right there. I want to take Kansas City. Uh, they're playing really well. Uh, Alex Smith is in control. Uh, Andy Reid at the helm uh, calling all kinds of plays. I don't think they can match up with the wit of uh, Andy Reid. Um, the only thing that Alex Smith has to prove you know, moving forward is that he can bring a team back. You know, a lot of these quarterbacks that are in the league, you know, everybody can play when you're up uh, 17 to 10. You can manage the ball. But when you get down 10-0, 13 to 3, he's got to be able to bring these teams back in these types of games. And this is what makes Breeze great, the Bradys, the Aaron Rodgers. So Smith has to take – Smith is still a long way uh, from being an accomplished quarterback. But give me KC – on the road uh, with and I'll lay the points. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, Sunday night game. We got two games left. Almost out of here. Uh, Sunday night game for week three is going to be the Raiders traveling across country to face uh, the Redskins in Landover, Maryland. Shout out to Landover. Got some good folks out there. Uh, <laughs> uh, the spread for this game is going to be the Raiders minus three and a half. The Dunkel spread actually sees this game as even. He just says even. So he's going to take the Redskins with the points, plus three and a half. I'm going to join him in that assessment. Uh, something about the Redskins this year, I don't really, I'm not in love with their roster or their talent, even their head coach, Jay Gruden. Uh, but I think the Raiders on the road, I'm not, think, I'm not sure if they're ready for prime time just yet uh, to, to, to go on the road, prime time game, Sunday night football, to defeat the Redskins in a blowout victory. I think this is going to be a close game, and that's why I'm going to take the Redskins with the points plus three and a half at their house. Yeah, this is the NFL highlighting the uh, the Raiders. I think putting them in a prime time slot is showing you like, hey, these guys are for real. Uh, at least we're going to put you out there to show you what you got. Historically, they don't do well on the East Coast. But Washington doesn't have a whole lot on the table here. They got cousins and a bunch of, you know, a couple guys here and there. But I'm going to take, I'm going to go with the Raiders and lay the points, uh, even though Washington is as, is at home. Uh, give me the Raiders stepping up into the main light. We're, we're looking for the Raiders 
to go up against the big boys, the Patriots, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, the, the, the Denver Broncos, the, the, the more established where Washington's been floundering for like the last two to three years. They went nine and seven, eight, seven and one. Uh, they, they don't bring a whole lot. You know, everybody's, you know, into uh, they're not even uh, paying attention that much to Washington. So give me the Raiders. They're up and moving. They, they, the Raider Nation is getting ready to start rolling again. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, last game of the week three. It's going to be Monday Night Football. Cowboys on the road against the Cardinals. Of course, Cowboys again to get another primetime slot. America's football team. Whatever. Uh, anyway, the spread for this game is going to be Cowboys minus three and a half. Dunkel spread has the Cowboys. Uh, I mean, uh, Cardinals actually winning this game by three, two point, uh, two game, uh, two and a half points rather. Uh, he's going to take the Cardinals with the points at home, plus three and a half. Uh, I don't join him in that assessment. I think the Cowboys, they got embarrassed last week. If they can't beat the Cardinals on the road on a, on a primetime game with that roster, then the Cowboys don't even deserve to make the playoffs. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys, minus three and a half on the road against the Cardinals. Shout out to Tyron Matthew. I, I said last week he was going to make a difference in that coach game. He came up with the game-winning pick uh, to end the game in overtime. How do you see this game, stat guy? You know, when you just said America's team, you they're going to have 40,000 fans out there in Arizona, the Cowboys. Okay. It, it, it might be damn near 50-50. Wow. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys, America's team. Um, I know a couple of their backfielders on the defensive end is banged up, but uh, I know uh, Scandrick, Orlando Scandrick, is, is coming back from a hand injury. You know, and shout out because uh, – to uh, his his better half, Drea, one of my favorite uh, strippers turned uh, basketball wives. Shout out to Drea. Yes. Uh, Scandrick is definitely winning. Uh, so uh, she's got she moved up that, in life, man. She's got like her own like swimsuit line. Yes, yeah, so doing pretty shout good. Shout out to Scandrick for for making it happen. Dallas has got to win this game. They got they, they got the Rams the following week, which is a winnable game on paper. Then they face uh, Green Bay, so they got to start piling up some victories to kind of separate themselves from the NFC East. Uh, give me the boys coming off that uh, terrible loss last week. An All right, embarrassing loss. And that was an embarrassing loss. All right, stat guy, man. That that there we go, man. We're done with week three, man. Against the spread podcast only on the War Report Radio series. Make sure you guys tune in, like, and subscribe. You guys can find this podcast on iTunes under War Report Radio series. Thank you guys for tuning into the Against the Spread podcast. Follow me on Twitter at War Report Radio. Follow me on Instagram at War underscore Report underscore Radio. Stat guy, man. Sign off for him, man. What do you got to say to the people? Peace. All right, man, we're out, man. Peace. Against the Spread Podcast. Be back for week four. Peace.